Bible Treasures Topic 8 Spiritual Growth Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast. Praise God for all the corrective teaching we receive through this series of talks. The subject we are studying during the last nine weeks has been spiritual growth. Beloved, when we study this subject, there is an important biblical truth that we should bear in mind. Growth is only in our state and not in our standing. In other words, our spiritual growth has nothing to do with our acceptance before God. But it does increase our fruitfulness and usefulness to God. We can explain this vital truth further with a few more sentences. We do not grow to become God's children. But as God's children, we grow into adulthood. We don't grow in justification. But as justified through faith, we grow in sanctification. We don't grow to become saints. But as saints, we grow in saintliness. And our topic has been how not to grow. So far we have studied nine lessons. Lesson number one. Do not expect to grow automatically. Number two. Do not get stuck with a foundation. Lesson number three. Do not grow disproportionately. And we studied the same as the fourth lesson as part two. And lesson number five. Do not avoid difficult areas. Lesson number six. Do not consider adversity an obstacle. Lesson number seven. Do not ignore corporate growth. Lesson number eight. Do not sacrifice quality for quantity. Last week we studied lesson number 9. Do not sidetrack. Today we will conclude this topic looking at lesson number 10. How not to grow. Do not ever stop growing. Once again. How not to grow. Do not ever stop growing. Satisfaction in Christian life, beloved, invariably results in stagnation. Someone said like this, The biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. That is why the Bible calls us to show the same diligence till the end. Look at book of Hebrews 6th chapter. Uh, look at the 11th verse. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end that you do not become sluggish but imitate those who through faith 
and patience inherit the promises. It is very natural for us, there is always a tendency, beloved, to become sluggish somewhere in the middle. So God here through his servant wants us that we do not become sluggish, but show the same diligence till we reach the final point. That is why we read in book of Ecclesiastes 7th chapter and the 8th verse, the end of a thing is better than its beginning. Yes, beloved, let us hold this truth in our mind as we go on with this particular lesson. Apostle Paul stands before us here as a great challenge for what we are learning here. Book of Philippians 3rd chapter, from verses 12 onwards. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. You know, when he says that I have not attained yet, I have not reached yet, you know, when he makes that statement. Now, that was a time probably towards the end of his life. It is generally believed that Paul wrote this letter to the Philippian church during his two years of house arrest in the city of Rome. That's the time that he was almost getting ready to leave this world for the other world. Because if you look at the first chapter and the 23rd verse, I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. So he was almost getting ready for his exit from this earth. Even at this point of time, he's talking about moving forward and he's talking about moving upward in his Christian growth. Now that's what exactly Apostle John has hinted at in his first epistle. If you look at verses 12 to 14 of the second chapter, I write to you little children because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men because you have overcome the wicked one. He has three groups of people before him. He says little children. And then he says uh, young man. And then he says fathers. Three stages in life for all of us. One is childhood. The other is youthhood. And the other is fatherhood. Now what is standing out in each of these stages? During childhood, we are rejoicing that our sins are forgiven and we are saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. And during youthhood, we are so joyful and hilarious because we have fought against the enemy and we have overcome him. As we go still further on to fatherhood, you know what is our growth? We are growing in the knowledge of him who has been from the beginning. And as we go from childhood to youthhood and from youthhood to fatherhood, as we get older and older, we should not lose the youthful enthusiasm. That's what is given to us in book of Psalm 92nd chapter. 
Read verses 12 onwards up to verse perhaps 15. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. They shall be fruitful. They shall be fresh. And they shall be flourishing. Even in old age they will still be growing. In this talk, let us look at some of the commonest reasons why people stop growing. Number one, satisfaction with the average. The great man of God by name A.W. Tozer made a statement like this. Refuse to be average. We should always strive for excellence. Now if you look at Apostle Paul, at every stage of his life, he was trying to excel. Take for example his life before his conversion. He was going through the traditions and training of the Jewish religion. And you know what he says in Galatians 1.40? During that training, I was better and I was beyond most of my contemporaries. And then he got converted. And you know how he realized his sinfulness? Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. I am the chief of sinners. And when you come to the question of emptying of self-righteousness, if you read the Philippians 3rd chapter, he says, if I want to boast, I can boast than all the other people. But I have counted everything rubbish. I have thrown them away. Come to Ephesians 3rd chapter and 8th verse. He says, I am less than the least of saints. And when you talk about exercising of the gifts of the Spirit, he says, I speak in tongues more than you all. And when you talk about laboring for the Lord, he says, I am the least of all the apostles. Nevertheless, I labored more abundantly than all of them. At every stage of his life, this man was trying to excel. He wanted to be always very much above average. That should be our attitude. Here is a hymn which begins like this. Give of your best to the Master. Give of your best to the Master. Give of the strength of your youth. Throw your soul's fresh glowing ardor into the battle for truth. Jesus has set the example. Dauntless was he young and brave. Give him your loyal devotion. Give him the best that you have. Yes, beloved, give God the best you have. Excel in everything. Another reason why people stop growing, they go into the dirty habit of comparison with others. 
that is very severely condemned in 2 Corinthians 10th chapter. 12th words. We dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who command themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. When you start comparing yourself with other people, you will not make any progress. We all know that the rabbit and tortoise story, isn't it? That is why Jesus said, Last shall become first, and the first shall become last. You know where the Lord Jesus Christ actually made that statement? You can read that in book of Luke, 13th chapter and 30th verse. He made that statement when he was surrounded by unrepentant Israelites who were simply boasting of their rich religious heritage. This was the problem of that Pharisee who compared himself with a publican, isn't it? And there is another point we want to mention here. We should not take shelter under the failures of Bible characters also. You know what people sometimes say? Did not Abraham lie? Did not Moses lose temper? Did not David commit adultery? Did not Elijah run out of fear? Did not Peter deny and curse Christ? Did not Paul fight over a petty issue? Did not John worship an angel? Whenever the failures of Bible characters are given to us as warnings not to serve as excuses. Look at 1 Corinthians 10th chapter. I look at the 11th words. All these things happened to them as examples and they were written for our instruction, for our admonition on whom the ends of the ages have come. Only person we can follow 100% is Jesus Christ. And we are to compare our lives with His. Don't ever stop growing by just comparing yourselves with other people. Another reason you know why we stop growing? Depression due to failures. You know, this happens very often to us. There is an encouraging promise that is given to us in Book of Proverbs 24th chapter. I'm sure that there are several of you who are watching this program, you have a similar condition. You're not growing because of your repeated failures. That depresses you and that dumps you in a downhill. I look at the 16th words. A righteous man may fall seven times, but he will rise again. Whatever may be the number of times that you have fallen, don't think, that's all, I have come to the end of my life. Don't think like that. Don't stop growing. Get up again. Every time you fall, get up again. No failure is final. There is no one who never fails. Apostle Paul has given us a formula for growth in such a situation. Turn with us the book of Philippians 3rd chapter and we'll read the 13th words. Other 
words, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. In other words, there may be so many failures, I leave them behind. I don't want to dwell upon them. I don't want to just to be depressed about them and I get myself destroyed. I want to move forward. That attitude is what will honor God and that is what will help your spiritual growth. Some people grow fast. Others grow slow. But even if the growth is slow, don't stop. There is a Chinese proverb which goes like this. Be not afraid of growing slowly, but be afraid of standing still. You know, that's a very interesting proverb, we'll repeat it. Be not afraid of growing slowly, but be afraid of only standing still. Now, don't we say a statement like this? The slow and the steady win the race. How do you grow? How do you measure your spiritual growth? The measure of spiritual growth is by the steady changes in our life. Don't be disappointed if nothing dramatic happens. I want to encourage you with another statement. 2 Corinthians 13th chapter. Look at the 50 words. Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Prove yourself. Don't you know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you? Beloved, when Jesus Christ is in us, we cannot but be growing. Hallelujah. Now we want to end this series by quoting some promises of growth in our Christian life. Turn with us to the book of Deuteronomy 33rd chapter. We look at the 25th verse. You know, that's a very encouraging verse and it has encouraged my own heart. I am sharing it with you. The second portion of the 25th verse. As your days, so shall your strength be. One more promise. Book of Job and 8th chapter. And look at the 7th words. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. One more promise. Book of Proverbs, 4th chapter and 18th words. Path of the justice like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. In other words, you will become better every day and brighter every day. Now another promise, book of Philippians, first chapter. We look at sixth words. God who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Oh, this is a wonderful promise. Beloved, we want you, those who have watched this telecast week after week, especially during the last 10 weeks, be encouraged and keep pushing on and count on the grace of God. You will keep on growing.
How not to grow? Do not ever stop growing. God bless you.